Ag State of Mind, episode 78. Welcome to Ag State of Mind, a podcast that examines the stresses affecting producers of agriculture and how to alleviate these stresses and improve farmers' lives. In this podcast, we discuss openly the mental health crisis that is occurring in the agricultural community and what we can do to help turn it around. Now here's your host, Jason Meadows. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ag State of Mind podcast, a proud member of the Global Ag Network. I'm your host, Jason Meadows, and today I am actually going to be rebroadcasting my part from a panel a couple of weeks ago with the Missouri Science and Technology Policy Initiative. Uh, I did a panel with them along with Kathy Dothage from the University of Missouri and from with Dr. Michael Roseman out of Iowa. Uh, we did a three-part panel on rural health care, rural mental health care, and, and agriculture health care, all the things that are go, have to go on with that. Um, I shared a little bit about my story, shared a bit about this podcast and what I've learned. Um, I think it's a really, I think it's a really great starting point for people to know what's going on and what the solutions that we need to have here in rural America to make things better. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to let you know the audio is not what it normally is. I was in kind of I was in a, my cavernous um, dining room. It does not have the acoustics that my office does. Even here, my office we are redoing their off my my office. It's not the sound quality in here is not as good as it was and not as good as it's going to be. So I just wanted to have a disclaimer out there for that. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode because uh, it's this is me really speaking from the heart and speaking for the things that I see need to improve in rural America in regards to mental health care. Uh, Hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you do. Send me a message on Facebook, Instagram. Let me know if this touched you and what more that you'd like to see from, from us. All right. You guys hear me okay? Okay, perfect. Um, like I said, my name is Jason Meadows, and I would like to begin to by taking the opportunity to thank the Most Policy Initiative for this opportunity to share my perspective on rural Missouri, the farmers and ranchers that we serve and its strengths and how we can utilize them to bring awareness to the challenges we face in mental health care. Uh, I am a proud rural Missourian, a proud rural farmer, uh, I have deep ties and connections to this community. And today I will share with you a heartfelt testimony of how stigma can shatter any hope for meaningful rural health care and how meaningful behavioral health is lacking in so much of rural Missouri and how, and I'll take it another level, how lack of access to high-speed internet is a bottleneck to the most remote of us accessing care, especially during the pandemic. Uh, it's my hope after hearing my words today that you'll have a much better perspective of what is going on in rural Missouri. So I want to start off by introducing myself and giving a little bit of my background. I was born and raised in outside of Cuba, Missouri, uh, about an hour and a half southwest of St. Louis. 
Uh, my dad is a farmer, and my mom was, by the time I came around, she was a stay-at-home mom. She had done many things before that, but that's what she did uh, by the time I'm the youngest of five. Uh, my dad had many ventures as I was growing up. He owned the local livestock market in Cuba, uh, in addition to running a large cow-calf operation. When I was about eight years old, he sold that business and began developing some of our farmland into subdivisions right outside of town. Uh, my mother was always there to support in whatever capacity she needed to, to make all these ventures as smooth as possible. Uh, I graduated Cuba High School in 2002 and left for St. Louis College of Pharmacy. I graduated there in 2008 with my doctor of pharmacy and came back to rural Missouri to work at a local hospital as a pharmacist. Um, I also continued to run a cow-calf operation of my own as well. Uh, in 2019, I recognized the need for more resources among rural Americans and farmers in particular on mental health. Uh, my experiences of transitioning from rural life to city life, then back again to rural life with rapidly increasing the responsibilities caused me some incredible anxiety. Uh, thankfully, I was able to overcome that anxiety and I wanted to help others do the same. So in July of 2019, I found in my podcast, Ag State of Vine, to help provide a sound resource for those in agriculture and rural America on ways to deal with their mental health. Uh, as of speaking here today, I have released 83 episodes, I believe, in total speaking with mental health professionals, university extension agents, farmers with their own stories, and many other advocates of a healthy lifestyle, uh, hopefully to bring meaningful in, and in, insightful conversation around mental health in rural America. So as you can see, I have a very unique approach to talking about mental health care in, in a rural setting. Uh, for, for starters, I'm a healthcare provider with ties to rural America. Sadly, so many of the individuals like me who left rural communities to obtain professional degrees, uh, they never return. There's, uh, like Dr. Roseman saying, there's often no work for them at home and they instead choose to pursue their careers in urban or suburban areas. And I feel a great sense of pride and gratitude in the fact that I am able to return to my rural area and serve them. And I feel that we need to do our best to help more rural youth find that passion that drives them to come back to these rural communities they've left. I mean, that's something I don't think I really realized was an issue was, was so many of these people leaving. And I mean, of course, that's going to deplete the, the resource pool. And um, I think one of the things that is we're going to have to do to in, is to encourage these young professionals to come back home and because it's very important for the professionals not just in mental health care but in in all professions pharmacists doctors lawyers all of them to have a sense of what the rural and agricultural lifestyle is because that is who they will be serving and that's incredibly important um, as as dr both everyone who's here today will tell you uh, understanding the rural lifestyle as a professional is integral to 
breaking that stigma and to helping folks understand what needs to be done. Uh, I also feel one of the biggest barriers to obtaining uh, meaningful mental health treatment in rural America is, like I said, having any providers at all. And two, again, those who are serving the rural communities being familiar with the rural lifestyle. Uh, I'm going to use my own town as an example. Like I said, I live outside of Cuba, which is ha about halfway between St. Louis and Springfield on Interstate 44. We have about, the town has a population of about 3,200 people, and it's uh, right on a major highway, Interstate 44. We are rural, but definitely not as rural as many towns in Missouri. Uh, but to find a mental health professional, I have to drive to, I think, Raleigh is the closest, and I'm not sure where it is to the east. Um, I'm going to speak about my own journey in just a minute, but just a few years ago when I did speak out, seek out a counselor of my own, uh, it became really frustrating for me because I think the first five numbers I called were either disconnected or I could not, couldn't see me in a timely fashion. And as many people know, anybody who has struggled with their mentor, mental or behavioral health in the past, it's not really something that you want to wait on. Uh, it's something that you needs to be taken care of and it can't really wait for uh, two, three weeks, months down the road. I mean, it needs to be something. So I think getting more of these people, more of these providers into these rural communities is going to be a huge thing. Uh, so compare this to like my primary healthcare provider, which can just, I can normally, I can just go in, see a doctor, get a prescription uh, in just one or two days. Um, I'm not sure that we can just turn it around so fast like that, but I think that is that should be the goal is to have mental health care, behavioral health care, like Dr. Roseman says, as accessible as primary health care. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about my own struggles with my mental health. And growing up in rural America doesn't eat, make it very easy for a young man such as myself to speak out about his problems. Uh, like I said, I just had over 3,000 people uh, in my hometown and my graduating class, I think, had about 80 students in it. Uh, we are all very familiar with one another's business. Uh, the stigma surrounding mental health is amplified in these small communities. So as you can imagine, if a mental health clinic would be built in one of these areas, I think it would be incredibly difficult to have someone be seen in their hometown due to the fact of, be, uh, of their fear of being seen. So, I mean, such is the stigma of mental health in rural America. But in my talks with several mental health professionals and those who are in this kind of rural healthcare space, uh, there's been a lot of talk of what has been referred to as integrative care clinics, where a patient comes in to a single clinic to seek assistance with all of their health needs. Uh, these clinic set settings, the patient doesn't feel singled out to be seen by a particular type of provider. Uh, the behavioral health provider is in the same clinic as a primary care physician or an internal medicine doctor, uh, nurse practitioners, all of these, uh, all of them are together. So what this does is it removes any perceived stigma that may be associated with seeing a mental health care provider because uh, they don't feel like they are singled out in doing so. Uh, 
as and myself as as an agricultural producer myself i have found that the need and talk for mental health care is sorely needed uh dr bickle referred to this in the beginning in 2016 the cdc released a study suggesting that those in farming, fishing, and forestry occupation, the triple F, experienced a rate of suicide that was nearly five times that of the general population. Um, those initial findings, excuse me, those initial findings from this study were actually retracted, but it has been found that farmers and ranchers in America are at significantly higher rate than the general population of, of committing suicide. So regardless of what the data may actually say, America's farmers are struggling, rising debt, uncertain trade in commodity futures, uh, increasing friction between consumers and producers are just a few of the highlights of the stressors that farmers are facing every day. Uh, and as a producer and a child of a producer myself, I am all too familiar with these stresses. Uh, what we need is more real talk of recognizing the struggles in agriculture. And people need to understand that by sharing their struggles with others, they can experience a therapeutic effect just by getting it off their chest. And I think that is the main mission behind my work, behind my podcast, is letting people know that there are others going through the same or similar issues as they are. And when we can realize that, we all experience struggles and that our burdens are not necessarily unique to us, we can kind of yoke together. And I'm actually going to go off off a script here a little bit and talk about an experience that one of my friends had and he shared with me on my podcast. And I've been sharing this experience quite a bit with people. And it was a story that was told to me by my friend, Nathan Brown. And he had a friend who came to him and he asked for some help loading some hogs. And turns out that, so let me back up, Nathan agreed to come over to load the hogs, but he realized that this was out of character for someone. This was out of character for him to seek help with something like this. And he, but he, he still, he recognized that need and he went over there and helped him. And it turns out the guy didn't really need help loading hogs. He, he could have done that just fine by himself, but it was a great segue into him telling Nathan about some of his problems, some of his issues that he'd been having uh, with his stress, with his family life, with his financial stuff. And that Nathan, who is an incredible advocate for mental health and agriculture, uh, by recognizing the need and seeing that need, he was able to step in there and know what what this guy needed and he encouraged him to go and get the professional help that he needed and there's a lesson here and that lesson is that we need to be able to recognize things that are out of the ordinary people especially among male farmers they're not going to just come out and say hey i need some help i need some help with my uh, with my mental health with my behavioral health with my stress with my finances uh, those that's they, they do not feel comfortable talking about that stuff but they do find comfort and ease in asking someone to come over there and help them uh, with the project, uh, like I said, loading hogs. So I think what we need to encourage people to do is recognize 
these situations and when these situations arise that we are able to act and realize that that it may be something more than than what they originally had asked for and again i, I want to go back and share the success of that story he nathan's friend actually went and he got help got the help he needed and he became a spokesperson for this mental health care clinic in, in his rural area and uh, is doing much better, doing really well now. So I'm, I always enjoy telling that story and t share that story as often as I can. So, and I want to finish here and I want to share with you something that is near to my home and to many others like mine in rural America. Uh, a huge barrier to accessing resources such as telehealth is the lack of reliable and affordable internet in rural settings. Uh, I'm going to give you my personal experience with accessing internet at my farm. Uh, I really, I talked about where I live. Um, I'm rural, but not as rural as a lot of people. Um, I'm approximately three miles north my, where my house sits of Interstate 44. Uh, my internet it bill is $180 a month for a satellite internet connection that will get me at most 25 megabytes per second. Uh, I can't tell. I don't know a whole lot about internet speeds, um, but I can compare it to what my friends in town get, and they pay a third of that for 200 megabytes per second. I mean, I'm not a math major, uh, but I am. I am. I do know well enough that that is a considerable gap in in coverage there. So you know, I'm very blessed that I can afford the $180 a month, but I know not many people can do that. And this is a huge, huge bottleneck for rural residents obtaining value re valuable resources, like I said, such as tele telehealth and other forms of you know even even forms like this where they can access uh, webinars like this very easily and during the pandemic when schools were shut down uh, we saw the need for how important high-speed internet can be uh, as challenging as remote learning has been adding in poor internet just intensifies that challenge and it was nearly impossible for all, i have four children four boys and it was nearly impossible for all of them to be on the internet at the same time due to the lack of bandwidth. Now, I don't know what kind of logistics infrastructure that it would take to make high-speed internet a reality for all rural families like mine, uh, but I can tell you what a blessing it would be to the lives of families like mine. Again, I wanna close here by telling everyone I appreciate the opportunity to address you here today. Uh, again, I'm a very, very proud rural Missourian. I'm a proud Missouri cattle producer. And I believe that real talk surrounding mental health in rural Missouri needs to be a priority. Uh, the farmers and ranchers of our state need to have the ability to speak up and be heard. And through breaking the stigma surrounding mental health and access to meaningful health care and internet, I believe that we can make incredible strides in making that happen. Thank you.